Hi, welcome back to Satellite House. This week, we have our returning guest, Angela. Hello, hello, everybody. Here to talk about Korea and like Korean culture and Korean things. Um, Because you are Korean. I am that 100% kimchi blood. Gang, gang, everybody. (laughs) You know, I really like kimchi. It reminds me of something which is German because I'm German. It's like sauerkraut. Oh, oh kimchi and sauerkraut are so similar um because they're both like pickled and like people put it on lots of different stuff and western people don't like is, it is, sour- <laughs> is sauerkraut also fermented yes oh i didn't know that and it's you put it on in your a hot jar dogs. yeah oh it's yeah. All, yeah kimchi's also in a jar yeah because yeah. it's like fermented so uh angela i wanted to ask you about korean culture in Mm -hmm. america and how it's like spread and it's becoming very popular Mm -hmm. um like the rise of k-pop in america sheesh that's a loaded topic (laughs) (laughs) wow where do we even start okay k-pop in america i moved to these states when i was two Mm-hmm. And I resided in California much of my childhood, includes elementary school, middle school. And that's the rise of the internet. We had access to YouTube and LimeWire for music, mm-hmm. free music. And okay, all my OGs will recognize Wonder Girls. Here's a little song from them I want nobody, nobody from Are you. <laughs> so that song. I remember being in elementary school in San Diego, which I had no other Korean friends. It was just me in this neighborhood filled with, you know, not a lot of Asian people. (laughs) And so I'd go over to my friends' places during sleepovers. I'd be like, you guys, let me introduce you to some Korean music. And it's Wonder Girls. And they'd be like, oh, this is really fun because the whole thing about like k-pop music videos is that they're very flashy a lot Mm -hmm. of colors there's always a very catchy choreography Mm -hmm. and so uh yeah my friends caught on to that and now if we're like leaping into the current time of 2022 which is almost more than a decade over gosh dang wow it's a long time black pink bts Mm -hmm. stray kids and the fact that they're selling out arenas in America for concerts, I'm mind blown. My six-year-old self would not have imagined this. So I got to ask, do you think that like the the like dance, the choreography mm. that they do in Korean music videos, do you feel like that like had an influence on like TikTok dances and like the the prevalence of it? Like because it's like really catchy choreography that people can do or do you think that like this is not necessarily related you know what? it could be related because even before tiktok became viral which was during the pandemic mm-hmm. i remember instagram was the platform where people would uh, i would say like record snippets of choreographies from like other k-pop bands and <laughs> jason sorry what you could cut this part out oh it's more work for me what's up <laughs> were you like tired no what's up i thought you were yawning or something i'm not lying okay okay sorry sorry Keep going. okay and back into the podcast yeah <laughs> no, I think, okay no i think like it's so interesting about you you talked about like k-pop and 
from 10 years ago from wonder girls and now it's like selling it on arenas mm. and it's like a international phenomenon I international think yeah. it's not just k-pop no nope. we're, we're gonna talk about k-pop more but it's just korean culture in general i think like korean culture is one of the most popular ones in the world right now heck yeah yeah or like or it's media. definitely on the rise for sure I don't think it's on the rise. I think it's at the apex. I don't already. think so. Like, I think it's still, still going to go up. How would you guys explain the rise versus the apex? Like, why would you guys say that? What like? Because like I I think like you we've seen so much growth of Korean cultural things in America or in the Western world, right? Like when I was a kid. Korean barbecue was not a thing nope, that I had ever no, heard of. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I was like, what mm-hmm. is that? And H Smart, what is that? I don't know what that is. You know, like, and now it's like, I as a white person will go to H Smart to get <laughs> Korean snacks. You know, like, it's, <laughs> no, we, you know, we were talking about the apex and rise. I think that, yes, it's rising, but like, it's either one or two. It's either America or Korea, like, in mm-hmm. my opinion. In the global um, yeah, perspective. Yeah, if you go to Asia, like, if you go to Japan, if you go to China, if you go to, like, Southeast Asia, mm. if you go into the nightlife, it's all, like, Korean music, um, mm. skincare products are Korean, the movies, like, it's it's so popular. Ooh, There's the Korean there was, skincare products, like, there was, those are so crazy. good. There was a Filipino show um, that was about, like, a Korean, like, a rom-com that uh-huh. was, like, the number one, like, television show in the Philippines, and... The main the premise of that story is that the main character, which is like a young woman, falls in love with like a K-pop star, and they like become together and stuff. Girl, what? Yeah, that was like their top show, <clears throat> and it's like uh, it's really amazing. It sells the idea of getting with your biased K-pop star. Well, I don't know if it was biased for her, but like just getting with a K-pop star. Ooh, that's like that's like someone's fantasy at this moment. Oh yeah, definitely. so many fantasies. Yeah, yeah, that is the number one like fantasy for a lot of people and it's gonna sell it's gonna make bank yeah yeah why do you think korean culture has become so popular as it is today in america in the world come on baby what you talking about it's korea yeah it's fun come on, it's korea yeah korea the best you know what i'm saying okay i'm um, sorry so <laughs> <laughs> why is it so good i'm gonna say the food is what began this trend because foreigners would be traveling to Korea and they're always vlogging, they're always posting on YouTube and they're always like, hey guys, you know, I'm in Seoul in the night markets. Oh my God, the street food's amazing. And then more traction and more traction. People are in the military in Korea or teaching English in Korea. And so I feel like this like word of mouth, word of mouth, yeah i think i don't know did you guys hear the police charging part do i just ignore that what charging it's like now charging i don't know like, i did not hear that i didn't hear anything oh that was your headphones probably oh, okay um something that i think this is my uninformed opinion as a western person yeah i think like the rise of smartphones had a lot to do with korean culture yeah. becoming big because yeah. samsung is from korea and so as samsung a korean brand became more and more known to the western world mm-hmm. they became not only aware of the brand but of korea itself yeah and i think that like those 
those brands like LG and Samsung, Samsung and like Hyundai yeah and like all the all those Korean brands that we buy stuff from in the Western world that helps to bring Korean culture as a whole to the West, mm-hmm. even if we don't realize it, yeah, because we're just exposed to Korea more as a whole, yeah. And I, th- that's that's kind of what I would think. Obviously, there's other things like, you know, Korean like K-pop, like is, media, yeah, yeah, media is really big, especially like now we have like Squid Game. Mm-hmm. Um, Good gracious, man, it's crazy. I think it's really awesome because I know that I think it was like the 1980s or something. Korea made an effort in pushing out its culture more. So mm. that it was like laying the seeds of what it is, has become today. And it's really inspirational. I think it's cool to be Korean. Like, yes, it's definitely yeah, fashionable. It's so cool. It's fashionable. Um, LeBron James be twitty, twitty, tweeting about like, um, Squid Game and Netflix is making a reality TV show, you know, Man. Of, of Squid Game. Mm-hmm. It's it's about really international phenomenon. It's one of the greatest things in the 21st century. I think wow. that like, like Korean fashion is also really popular. Like the like pastels mm. and like the the sweaters mm-hmm. and like black jeans. Yeah. You know, like the the dyed like the bleached colored hair, hair, you know, like the cool colors the and stuff. Accessorizing mm-hmm. man. Accessorizing to the T. I think something I I really think is great about like Korean fashion is that like the men are not afraid to have like makeup. Mm. You know, to do something to make themselves look pretty. Mm-hmm. I think that's really cool. Um, I think it's so like, like, I don't know how to explain it, but mm. like, I don't want to say empowering, but like, yeah. it's it's so freeing, I guess, yeah. like liberating that like in Korea, the fashion, like it's, it's about looking good. It doesn't matter what the like stereotypes about masculinity mm. or femininity are. That is a conversation that Jason and I would talk about how... When I first met him, we were talking about aesthetic and style, how we would vamp up our own style, our own closet. But then that also led to the conversation about, oh, you know, men can embrace their feminine side. It doesn't mean that it's going to dictate what your sexual orientation is, but men could be feminine and women can be masculine. Absolutely. But why does society make it such a black and white thing, Mm -hmm. which connects to your point about, wow, it is liberating because in Korea, like men are not tied down to certain societal like constructs. Mm -hmm. So if they want to look good, they will put on that BB cream, that concealer, that sunscreen, take care of their skin, do their nails. Okay. Like they'll do whatever they want to do to look presentable and feel good. I think Korea is definitely a country that places a lot of value on looking good. Yes. Like good and bad for I, that. I personally love Korean skincare products. Like if there is a country that I trust to make good it's skincare Korea. products, it's Korea. Like Do you have any um on top of your list any empties you have or any like repeat items? Ooh. I, <laughs> I love getting masks. Okay. Like face masks if you go to like a, a store and like they have like mm. the goop masks or the sheet masks and they, they it feels so refreshing. And like, I'm sorry, when I don't know what it says because it's all in Korean, that's when I know it's a good skincare <laughs> product. I'm like, I have no idea what this is going to do. 
but it's cute and I know it's gonna work because it's in Korean. <laughs> You're like, give me all of it. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll buy the it. Less English, the better. Yeah. The only thing you need in English is made in Korea. Mm. Yeah, That's exactly. It. Facts. Yeah. So why Facts. do you think why do you think that you mentioned it's good and bad? Okay, Korea is um, a country, and the society places a lot of emphasis on looking good. That's good when it comes to personal hygiene and self-esteem. Personal hygiene because, you know, people are more, they're going to take care of themselves more. Whether it be fitness, whether it be um, cleanliness, other hygiene-related things. And they dress good, they look good, which is why it's so influential in other nations. It's bad because of all the other underlying, like, consequences of placing so much emphasis on only surface level things such as looking good and you know the korean okay to the listeners this may not apply to you if you're korean or asian but a lot of korean guys have a specific type and that's the k-pop girl type where there's this very amazing artist her name is iu in korea a lot of people like that look and if you are trying to get into a relationship in Korea, you got to look like her sometimes. This is a perspective from the woman's perspective. Yeah, from okay. the woman's per- uh, perspective. And so that's why, um, you know, it's hard to get into relationships if right. you don't fit like that societal look. You will be discriminated in certain areas like careers, um, mm. especially entering K-pop. You know, like, wow, this is I don't know if we're going to go down the rabbit hole of auditioning to be in a k-pop like in the k-pop industry but they're like wow you have talent but you need a lot of work done on your face you got to lose this much weight so many other areas that it's like really bad um i lived in korea so if i enter a little personal excerpt i lived in korea from 2011 to 2013 and man like my self-esteem got crushed it's like a big like 30k truck just like smoosh me yeah it was really bad because like for for women that don't fit that iu archetype or Mm -hmm. the k-pop archetype where like you know like skinny legs long hair um, pale skin skin, like perfect skin like double eyelid big eyes they love that like flawless porcelain white skin yeah i think it's called like porcelain skin yeah Yeah. porcelain skin yeah and if you i'm gonna be honest like most people a good amount of people don't look like that you know we're humans you Mm. know humans have imperfections that like flawless perfectly smooth skin is just so unattainable but then mm. society has sets i think what i'm understanding is society sets that expectation on on these people yeah or like in people's minds like oh you have to be like that or else we're not gonna hire you i'm not gonna we don't um, want to work with you, you yeah i don't want to be your friend yeah. which is why there is a lot of bullying or um it's called wangtashi killing which means making someone like a loner in korean schools Ooh, damn yeah so bullying is it's very big in korea is it like mental bullying or like physical? oh it could be Both. physical and mental yeah and the, the woman the girls are doing this girls and guys guys to girls too yeah vice versa oh wow yeah wow that's... okay i think in america it's usually more guy to guy or girl to girl mm. yeah I yeah. think it, it's really interesting because I like Korea has such a low like crime rate. So in mm-hmm. my mind, 
I would like I kind of imagine like bullying and crime they go together mm-hmm. right and so I wouldn't imagine that they would bully each other mm-hmm. right that they would be mean to each other all the time because Korea has such a low crime rate right mm-hmm. it's very safe so like I think in my mind that translates to social safety but mm-hmm. it's interesting to learn that it's not that way yeah. you know it's not necessarily socially as safe mm-hmm. as as it is just physically safe yeah you know? definitely because when it comes to crime definitely if you are a woman and you're on the bus at 9 10 p.m in the big city you're gonna get home safely majority of the times mm. but i get what you're saying it's the social like the micro social issues like bullying um like i would say a prominent example is you're the new person at a new like middle school or high school if people don't really want to vibe with you they'll just like look at you and just make you like do things on your own or if it escalates people will call you names they'll use verbal words to like attack you Mm -hmm. like quote-unquote attack you and if you are when it i feel like it escalates into physical things if you are if an aggressor is trying to like take you out to the quad but no one knows about it like teachers may not know about it and they're not going to take this to the police so it's a very micro internal thing that happens Mm -hmm. but it's it happens all over korea yeah that's the school culture in korea school culture and i'm sure there's a lot of academic pressure too oh yeah 100 super competitive lots of hours of studying 100 percent. isn't the like there there's like a big exam and like all of korea like shuts down for the exam or something like that if i recall correctly it's the exit exam once you're a senior you need to take this exam to um for colleges to like you know uh assess you mm-hmm. yeah it's a lot of pressure because if you don't do well you have to wait another whole academic year to retake oh it but being a failure in korea is not a thing like, like it's not not an option it's not an option there's no safe space for it and let's say that does happen to you likely you will banish from the universe right you're banished yeah. from society basically you just don't like i don't know i could think of someone like they'll probably not post on social media and try not to be perceived until they take that exam again yeah just yeah. because there's so much shame associated with yeah, failure. Yeah, that's a big part of like East Asian cultures mm. is that there's there's like that exam determines your freaking life. Mm-hmm. That determines the college you're gonna go mm-hmm. to, the college depend like the college you go to equals the job you're gonna get, right? So if you go to a really Facts. good college, what's what's the Harvard of Korea? Seoul대학교 yeah. or Yonsei. So like I'm sure like after that you go to that one Yonsei, and then you go to like Samsung or whatever like some big company like that is the culture. And if you don't do well on that test from society don't the kaibols have their own uh like schools that they develop like specifically to lead you into the kaibol oh um i think i've heard about that i think you're correct well yeah what is the kaibol it's like a it's like a conglomerate but like different i don't know how to explain it i don't know how to explain it either yeah Yeah. is it a korean term it is a korean term okay this Uh, is a company it's it's like a company but like a company that's in many different areas Mm -hmm. like samsung right they make refrigerators they make tvs they make smartphones but they also make like construction equipment and like it's a megacorp yeah it's it's sort of like a megacorp Mm -hmm. but 
I think it has something to also do with like the corporate governance mm. structure of it, but I don't, I don't know what that is. Like I, like I said, I truly, yeah, I don't really understand what makes it a kaibol if it's just the fact that it's Korean. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need my brother on this podcast right now to elaborate oh on that. Gosh. He would know. Yeah, is he in Korea? Right he now? is in Korea. Everybody, hit him oh up. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Um, I wanted to segue back to like you. You talked a little bit about in, on the bus, mm. nine to ten p.m. It's relatively safe. Mm. Um, which which area of Korea did you live in? I was in Taejeon, which is two hours ish south of Seoul. Two oh two By hours. Car. Okay, so it was like city, city, like a smaller provincial city. It was, or it is, Korea's. Either like second or third largest city. Oh, I would have thought that Busan yeah, would be too. the second largest city. Someone fact check me, but Taejeon uh, is one of the <laughs> bigger cities yeah. in Korea. Right, right. It's like a Chicago. Seoul's like a New York or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What? But what I wanted to ask, or we wanted to ask you, is like you know, me and Evan are huge on infrastructure and like yeah. safety and like trains and buses yeah. and all that. How is yeah. Korea's infrastructure for two people that have never been there? We're really curious about that. Okay. It's great because most likely if you were to travel there and you had noth- no knowledge at all, no pocket knowledge, no nothing, no tour guide, you will... Dude, isn't it crazy to say you could get from the tip of Korea to the, the highest point just by transportation, public transportation, you would take the bullet train, you take the bus, the subway, and you could get around Korea. Yeah. Um, it. The only thing is with navigation, make sure you know some Korean. Although um, I mentioned in the podcast when I was on last time, a lot of things are in English now, um, major like signs, but it won't hurt to know some Korean terms, like directional terms. Mm. Yeah. I think it's cool that Korea has high-speed rail, even though it's such a small country. Yeah. Like, it's physically not very big, but, like, they have an extensive high-speed rail network. I think that's really cool. Mm. I also think, like, it's really fascinating how much, like, metro systems and, Mm -hmm. like, subways and stuff they have. Do those things like sort of run like 24 hours or is it like everything stops at a certain time? Let's see. Taxis. Okay. A lot of it's kind of like New York. A lot of people don't drive. Um, you could take a taxi and they're everywhere on the streets. You could catch a taxi at like 3, 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. Mm. Taxis run 24 hours. The bus and train and the subway have a curfew they have a last um last running vehicle mm-hmm. um but they open up at early in the morning like 4 or 5 a.m oh wow yeah and i'm sure they're really frequent right they're frequent man it's non-stop you probably haven't you probably don't need to know a schedule at all like you probably never look at a schedule and that's the best thing about traveling in korea because oh. when you're in america and you're taking the caltrain the amtrak well heck i mean caltrain runs pretty frequently but like for a lot of bus stops in not the bigger cities, like the smaller cities, you got to know the schedule. Yeah. Or else you're going to be stuck there for it's an tedious, hour. It's tedious. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. Um, so I've, o- I've only been to Japan. So I think that's like the closest comparison to Korea that I have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I went to Japan, um, one thing I noticed about the trains and everything is that there's like a 
special carriage on the train that's woman only um because i guess there's like sexual harassment mm. on the trains and whatever and then also when you're on the train there's like some unspoken rules mm, so mm-hmm. your phone you cannot be on a phone call you mm. gotta there's like a phone mode mm. when you're in japan um and you're not supposed to talk very quietly right <laughs> and, and um just be very cordial right there's like a some some like unspoken rules is that the same in korea and like how is like the safety Yo. in terms of korea walking around and taking it it's so crazy it's so crazy because one of my favorite um tiktok influencers his name is edward so oh i love that guy yeah he is posting stuff about him being in korea like skits from uh being in korea and i got secondhand embarrassment when he was filming on a very packed bus yeah, or I forgot. It was either a bus or subway. And the unspoken rule about Korean public transportation is like, you don't really behave or do anything that draws attention to you. I mean, there are times where you'd see like a old Korean ajuma like speaking loud on the phone, like, mm. oh, my grandson, my pretty grandson, when are you visiting? But no one really pays too much attention to it because it is an older lady you know but let's say you we are all on the subway right now imagine we're on the subway and i just go like yes queen like out loud and you guys like get it angela everyone's gonna look at us Mm -hmm. yeah but then if you were a korean native and you were like speaking loud on the bus the subway or the train yeah that's not a it's not really called for you shouldn't do it it's very quiet you know like you said right quiet remain to yourself don't look around do not make eye contact with anyone yeah it's a public nuisance okay so it's kind of the same in the uk i used to live yeah they don't like you're not supposed to make eye contact you're not supposed to talk to anybody uh you shouldn't talk on the phone and but they also have a rule don't bring smelly food on the subway oh Oh. yes please like if you have smelly food like if you if you bring like a kebab or something on Uh the train They'll get mad at you. Is uh, it the same in Korea? Like, should you not bring food on the subway? Um, I don't really recall a lot of people bringing, like, to-go food on the subway or other public transportations. Then again, you know, kimchi smells like fart. And <laughs> no, it doesn't, bro. I'm going to defend kimchi. Kimchi smells pretty good. A, like, it's not bad. No. If you bring a jar of kimchi to a friend that does not know what kimchi is and leave it in the trunk and they open, they're going to be like, woo, woo. <laughs> okay yeah okay yeah you have a point it smells like far and booty so like <laughs> but because korean people are so surrounded by so like you know fermented scents i think we're all desensitized to it <laughs> yeah yeah I, I yeah yeah especially the kimchi smell yeah <laughs> yeah it's very easy you know as a person working in sf it's very easy to get desensitized to the worst of human Ooh. beings oh my if you gosh catch my drift. yeah yeah and I, bet it, I bet it's never smelly like that in korea like i bet you you never walk around the city and you smell piss. and smell pissed is that well maybe that i don't know i'm curious Does it never smell that bad it smell like what piss piss and poop you know um major cities major walkways sometimes you are not able to find a trash can i remember this i remember walking around korea and i had like a cup of ice or like you know just like a cup to throw away mm-hmm. but i'd be like where's the next trash can like some people would um throw trash where there are amounts of trash like a man-made trash can that part stinks korea has a big like sewage system and sometimes you smell that Ooh. from the gutters like rotten eggs 
And like, I remember when I was going around Seoul with my friend Show. Shout out to Show. Shout out Show. Show, what up? Um, she and I would be in Seoul walking around, and we'd always be like, "There's the gutter smell. There's the gutter smell." Yeah, not too much piss, but a lot of like sewage smell. How about like homeless people? Homeless people are in only major places like the subways or certain specific areas where they like um, locate themselves. But it's not like in America where you're at a bus stop and you know yeah no on the bus, you won't on really the experience that in korea at all they'll come up to you for a fist bump <laughs> well, that, that, that doesn't happen in that korea, does right? not okay. happen that in korea to me on like a daily basis yeah i'm sure because you're taking the cow train back and forth does it doesn't like in korea they have like the those like doors on the subway mm-hmm. that like opens mm-hmm. so you can't like walk onto the tracks Mm-mm. yeah that's that's oh, really the safety, cool. safety yeah the ones. safety yeah, doors yeah. the barriers those are so important i think that's so cool yeah to like have those doors yeah um i don't i i know they're like really important for more than just safety but like i don't i don't know what like the technical reason is that like it's useful but it's useful for some other reason beyond just safety yeah um i think that's really cool like all the all those and don't they have like don't isn't there more like standing in the subway than mm-hmm. like seats there's not a lot of seats in there uh there are seats it's just everyone's always taking that that cart mm-hmm. you will be standing in the the times where everyone's like traveling during mm. the daytime sometimes you'll get lucky and you'll be able to sit down during the non like congested hours mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's cool mm-hmm. um does Korea like also operate like nine to five like America, or is it like a more like twenty four hours is still busy? Maybe at night it's less busy. Um, are we talking about like businesses and people yeah. like clocking into work, or is it just like the city? Like the whole city. Like, can you? If I go out at like three o'clock in the morning, is there going to be a place that I can eat? Oh yeah, parts like um Itaewon and Hongdae in Seoul where the nightlife is you'll you'll find something to eat for sure oh. yeah and the convention centers like the 7-elevens and the uh what was the other ones i don't remember like they're gonna be open for you um in more rural areas they will close at mm-hmm. certain certain time but if you are in the major attractions of korea like seoul you won't need to worry about that when it comes to work i do hear from people that you know, America's like, oh, nine to five, eight hours is so long. But some people in Korea do need to stay longer. Like OT culture is really big in Korea. Yeah. Do you like, can you, can you ride the train to like the, uh, like rural parts and see like traditional Korean yeah. architecture? Yeah. So let's say you start off in Seoul. All you need to do is go to the train station and get your ticket to like, um, let's say, I mean, you Chongyang as an example because that's where my grandma is Mm -hmm. and so you just take the train there and you know it's kind of like the Amtrak where you see all the scenic views on the way and you'll start seeing less and less like modernized buildings and more grass more Mm -hmm. cow fields more barley you know Mm -hmm. and you're like oh I've made it to the countryside it's very seamless is it really pretty out in like the Korean countryside like man it is peaceful I heard that Korea is one of the most beautiful countries on earth. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, we talked about like Korean like culture and stuff like the television shows. I feel like 
a lot of it's centered around Seoul and like city life. Mm-hmm. There's less so about like the rural area mm-hmm. stories about the rural area. Yeah. And the peaceful stuff. Yeah. And, and I really want to experience that if I ever were to go to Korea. Yeah. I, w- I want to see that. Like, I, I think you're right. Like, there's so many depictions of city life. Yeah. You know, I, I, I see a lot of depictions of like Seoul and street food and, and lots of that. But like, I very rarely see a depiction of like what country life is like mm-hmm. in Korea. But it seems like it would be really beautiful, like comparable to country life in japan mm. right or it's, it's very like lots of you know mm. fields and traditional architecture mm-hmm. and beautiful trees and like mountains and stuff and i'm the sure the air Korea... is so much fresher in the countryside <gasps> yeah because from Daejeon to Cheongyang, it's like an like an hour drive and once you're on the highway and you're getting more and more closer to your destination it's just more trees forests um greenery the air is crisper mm-hmm. and you see more like historical buildings on the way. Like I think there was an abandoned castle on the way. Oh, cool. Yeah. My mom would point it out be like, oh, look up the hill. Like that used to be like, I don't know, some emperor's place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they preserved it. The city preserved it. What else is there? Yeah. Like everyone grows their own crops in these countrysides. Oh. Yeah. And it's interesting that you guys bring this up like there are less depictions of the countryside contrary to like how popular korean culture is right now mm-hmm. that is why korea media korean media like a lot of tv shows like um reality shows take the initiative to go to countrysides to help out with all these like korean farmers you know give more exposure to them because um korean people in the countryside feel abandoned now especially because um like kids started moving out to the cities for job opportunities school opportunities right now the countryside is only like the elderlies and so korea is aware of that and is taking initiative to like bring more love to the countryside mm-hmm. yeah i think that's really cool so you you mentioned the the highways out to the countryside mm-hmm. i gotta ask i have no idea what side of the road do they even drive on in korea because i know like in japan they drive on the left uh-huh do oh. they drive on the right in korea yes okay yes that's interesting because i I don't know like yeah you know because it's like it's effectively an island because the north is like cut off Mm. from the world so south korea is in essence an island even though it's a peninsula that's crazy so like you never know like they could choose to drive on the left if they They wanted to yeah you know uh i wanted to ask like getting to korea does pretty much everybody fly or do they have like boats that run between like japan and like Mm. korea and stuff like that i'm sure you can take the boat but i hear of taking a flight more okay yeah because i know they don't have like underground or undersea rail no it's been proposed but they've never done it um wow that would change a lot of stuff it would be a game changer imagine to be imagine able being to in Japan, ride. yeah. Can you and imagine going... riding from Tokyo to Seoul in one seat? I'd rather do that than fly to Mars, to be honest. <laughs> you know, a lot of That'd people are awesome. like, oh, if you have a lot of money now, you could go to space. I'd rather take that one one like one way ride from Tokyo to like Korea. I think that's cooler. Yeah. That's just me. I would that'd be a sick vacation. I think that would yeah. be really cool. Like if they had like a luxury sleeper train from tokyo to seoul 
like you you start your vacation in tokyo you have like this luxury like hotel stay then you get on the luxury sleeper train and you get to seoul and you like bam you wake up the next day and you're already game changer yeah get major game changer things that should happen things that and that's gonna boost up the um the tourism yeah 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 that would be really good but i think you know it's it's a long ways out and it would be a really big engineering challenge like it is but it would be cool <laughs> you you've been to korea like um how many times now uh one two three four right and like every four times oh that's gonna mount yeah and they're like year-long stays some of them uh the first time was when i was a kid and we visited our grandparents i think it was just like a couple weeks or a month Mm -hmm. second time was for two years third time was for three weeks and the fourth time was for three months three months during covid or something yeah yeah yeah. and like every time like because we've never been to Korea. We, we really want to do research. I know research. you guys really want to Korea. Yeah, like, I want to go to it Korea. It really sounds like you guys really yeah, want to go. absolutely. And like, what which like airline? Because we're, we're also very into airlines. And we were curious about like Korean Air. Okay. Korean Air. So so for me, um, when I flew out during 2019, you know, sometimes we'd be broke. Sometimes we need monies. So I flew with high airlines and it was only 500 dollars round trip oh wow that's but, really good you know the but is that it's like a longer flight with a layover so you are paying you are getting what you're paying for mm-hmm. and if you're budgeting honestly that's not a bad idea because if you're with a homie everything's gonna be fun no matter what yeah and you're cutting down the cost versus korean airline is double that price for a round trip and if you book last minute during like high travel season girl you gonna pay like 1400 for a round trip flight Oof. but once again you are getting what you're paying for one way uh it's like only 12 hours mm-hmm. 10 12 hours the food's good too is it mm-hmm. is it comfortable on the plane it was comfortable mm-hmm. yeah it's comfortable uh the service is great which is why cranier has maintained that reputation Hospit- yeah i feel like within the hospitality industry like korean air is like high up there mm. i don't know where i heard that maybe just because a lot of my elders are prideful about like korean <laughs> stuff they're always like korean air the best air <laughs> <laughs> maybe i was brainwashed i don't know no, but mo- yeah. most countries that like america doesn't have that but like you know yeah. korean air the you be- know, <laughs> yeah the best air or like you know the british <laughs> did the british have that i don't know no, they, they- they won't sit there and be like british airways is the best airline no, no. <laughs> my my relatives are always like you gotta fly korean air right. you know? even yeah. when it's like way more expensive yeah okay yeah so so when you when you had the layover mm. with thai airways was that like a layover in bangkok it was in china actually oh yeah. that's interesting yeah. that's not what i would expect fly yeah back to korea okay yeah it was like Mm, I think my first layover was like four hours. And so I just helped myself to some dim sum. Like I went to the currency exchange and was like, I $20 bill, just exchange it for me. And then, yeah, yeah, I like, I went to this like dim sum place that I did not know how to speak Mandarin. And I was just like, (laughs) money here. I want this one. Was it in Hong Kong? No, it wasn't. Oh, Shanghai. 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 Shanghai, Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And then um, the girl was like, oh, you're short on money. I'm like, I don't have any more. And I had already eaten at that (gasps) point. Yeah. I 
<laughs> and then the second layover was my trip back to california oh. i was in um what's the other airport in china it was another one beijing hong kong no Xi'an. Uh, i don't <gasps> which one was it Xi'an. i think it might have been that one okay yeah how do you know that he knows a lot of i know oh! a lot of cities but like i i know that like some of the cities that like they fly between california and china yeah, yeah, yeah. so i'm yeah. like i think that i know that's one of them yeah and i was like just honestly chilling like i was tired yeah. so i think i was just like zoning out most of the part but i mean mm. layovers are okay i think they're okay mm-hmm. yeah D- does korean air like serve you kimchi they <laughs> i have to ask it <laughs> man did they for the most part i got more of the westernized meals like the the brisket and the the bread you know yeah Yeah. the broccoli and mashed potato most airlines have like a western menu and then like their authentic yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like thai airlines they probably have like a thai menu yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. i would be all about getting whatever the the local food from the airline is like i know it's fully not going to be like representative of what the country is because it's airline food yeah but i want it I, why why am i gonna eat the western thing like i can get that shit at home i like, can get that at denny's yeah exactly yeah. like right if i'm gonna fly to korea i'm gonna eat whatever korean food that's, they, yeah. they give me. that's really interesting yeah. because like for for like asians or like the locals yeah that you're flying out to other countries they want that they western. want the west yeah. it's the opposite yeah. they want the western because they're like oh i can just eat kimchi at home yeah, Korea, yeah. or korean food at home and i want western food is seen as something like more poshy or like upper it's class poshy. Yeah. it's upper class mm-hmm. so it's if more I, fancy so if i go to korea and i order like a steak and mashed potatoes that's fancy there yes yeah oh korea actually has an outback steakhouse it's a chain there <laughs> and like a lot of korean people to celebrate they're like oh it's your birthday let's go to outback and you know the knife and the fork silverware you know it's very yeah. poshy that's interesting see that's something i wanted to ask you is like american culture in korea right Ooh, it's like big there mm. that's interesting because like you know i would i wouldn't imagine that like american stuff is like trendy or cool and i guess Man. that's just what i get by being an american right that i don't think that any of this stuff is like trendy or yeah. interesting yeah but it's interesting that like and that's see that the, uh, the fact that people go to outback steakhouse for their birthday for in korea yeah right like I, I was gonna ask you, like, what's weird <laughs> things that Koreans think about Americans, right? Like in Japan, they think that we all eat KFC <laughs> for Christmas, uh-huh. right? Like uh-huh. that's a that's a cliche, uh-huh. right? And they and so they do it because yeah. they'll like they'll advertise it on TV. They'll be like, get your KFC, KFC dinner for Christmas, you know? And like fully, the dude who runs KFC in Japan just made that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Marketing man, yeah, yeah. and like. So, um, so like, that's interesting that, like, in Korea, that's the kind of, like, American tradition or, or thing to do is, like, to, to go out to, like, an Outback Steakhouse yeah. on a special occasion. <laughs> Which I guess if you're, if you're, like, lower middle class in America, that's what you do as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> it's not the Denny's, it's the Outback. Yeah. 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 Or the Sizzlers. Yeah, the Sizzlers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally, don't forget about yep, sizzlers yeah. <laughs> not as common anymore <laughs> no they're shutting down yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it might be popular in korea I guess. yeah you know? like yeah sizzler yeah. in korea <laughs> whoa 
Sizzler, we're just we just saved your business. <laughs> start opening in Korea. They'll, they'll go for their graduation start. party. Don't sleep out on this opportunity. Do not. That's so funny. Like, what are what are like some other like I guess stereotypes or like funny things that Koreans think about Americans? Think about Americans. It's our um our onomatopoeias or like our lingo. Mm. A lot of K dramas mock American people when you know when with our reactions in conversations it's like jason you're like angela like wow your fit looks good today and then i'd be like oh my god jason like the oh my god like the valley girl oh my god reactions <laughs> so i remember when i lived in korea during middle school like all my friends they would try to like you know mimic my americanness by being like oh my god angela oh my god <laughs> i'm like okay you can stop that now can we just be korean yeah or like you know like american like reactions are like so like oh, you know like so dramatic mm. yeah korean people pick up on that and they're like oh they're kind of dramatic yeah okay that's yeah. interesting so they they kind of like dramatize Our all the americans and lingo like mannerisms, mannerisms like the hand, hand gestures, the hand gestures. yeah that's funny yeah gestures are so different in like asian culture and american oh, really? culture yeah what's like an example uh i feel like um, Talk, talking with hands hand gestures american people always want attention you know like when to show confidence it's like being that energetic person or you know like very like extroverted and like confident like you know confident confident but in korea it's like okay let's not draw attention to ourselves can we just like be gentle and like not like cause a lot of movement yeah, yeah. fit in rather than like stand yeah. Out and yeah 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 it's such an american thing to be like individualistic and like mm. make oh, it make, make something out of yourself yeah you know? like, the social things yeah. like that yeah. yeah even in like europe like america is way more than that I oh think. yeah definitely <laughs> like in the united kingdom like you don't you don't draw attention to yourself you want to be as like reserved and and like withdrawn as possible mm and i think it's it is very uniquely american to want to be the center of attention mm -hmm. you know like anywhere in the world you know like we we just love to be the center of attention yeah you know i think that's so funny um that we just we just got to like be like look at me yeah and that's why people hate us yeah <laughs> so what what a korean person like coming to america for the first time be really surprised by that or what oh, are like yeah. other things about america that would like surprise another them? thing give me a moment one moment let me brainstorm what about something like like drive-thrus i bet that's not oh like, really yeah common. like drive-thrus a thing in korea only americanized chains like mcdonald's mm -hmm. but no other places have drive-thrus oh so it must be really weird if you're like Korean coming to America and like everything has a fucking drive through. Oh, yeah. That's a culture <laughs> shock right there. Major culture shock. And I'm sure like also like the prevalence of cars. Yes. Everywhere is probably Everyone like a owns a car. Yeah. Everyone notes that. So people that immigrate here from Korea, they're always like, wow, to get around, you need a car. Yeah. Like to run errands, you need a car no matter what. Because yeah. you're at least driving like 10, 15 minutes out. Mm -hmm. Versus in Korea, let's say you need to go to the dentist or like go to a grocery store. You just hop on the bus stop next to your apartment and just get to your destination. Is it like 
are Korean people more likely to like go to the shop every day and just buy little bits of groceries? Because Americans like to like load up the back of their SUV Freaking filled Costco. with, uh-huh. yeah, like filled with tons. <laughs> But I know like Costco, Costco? put yeah. stuff in their second fridge in the garage. Yeah, <laughs> like Americans love to have like a month's worth of food in uh-huh. one grocery right. run. Like, are Koreans more likely to like buy small amounts of food every day? I believe. Uh... So, in general, I could say that grocery runs will be weekly, mm. though I don't think it's going to be, it's going to fit that, like, stereotype of, like, oh, let's fill up the truck, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then most of the time, there are supermarkets outside by your apartment neighborhood. Mm. So, it's going to be just bags that you could walk with. Mm-hmm. And then it's also interesting to realize that Costco is in Korea now. Mm-hmm. Oh. And, yeah. And so uh, people do take their cars and, you know, they'll buy HECA stuff sometimes. So it's like this merge of different cultures right. in Korea. Co- Costco is real, along with like some other big corporations, is really uh, in, like spreading out that American like culture lifestyle because it's it's expanding to like japan korea yeah. and like all, uh, other countries in the world and like you stock up and like kind of feel that and yeah it has a unique unique um thing that's going for it yeah and also korean people love youtube so they're probably watching like american lifestyle vlogs and are being influenced by that as well mm-hmm. Do people like to dress like Americans? Like we like to dress like Koreans. Like, do, do people ever like buy like Levi's and like plaid shirts Patagonia. or whatever? <laughs> okay, there is an influence, but it will not be a hundred percent translated to Korea. Mm. So, like the streetwear culture shares a lot of similarities in Korea and America, but Korea will do its own thing with it yeah i'm gonna be honest as an asian person it's uh a lot of the western brands sometimes do not look as good on asians if that makes sense so like a lot of the asian brands like you said the streetwear like it was like designed for like asian body frames so that it looks better on us Mm. and because for example if i buy like a jacket here like the body will fit but Mm -hmm. the arms won't fit okay so tailoring right yeah Yeah. tailoring yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and i think that's why and like it's it's kind of like national identity too. Like yeah. Koreans just prefer that style of, of clothing. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. looks a little bit better, you know. Like yeah, the, the fits different. Like yeah, imagine mm. like a Korean native wearing like what's it called like a Hurley shirt or like rip curl. It just yeah, does not. That's fair. Like, <laughs> and, and you know what? That's even true for like European brands versus like my American right, body. Like right, I, right. I do not fit in H&M pants. Yo. I can't wear H&M pants because they're all made for like tall, thin Swedes. Yep. Right. Yep. And like compared to them, I'm a short, fat American. Yeah. Like, so, like, yeah, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. like, I can't buy pants there. But yeah. I'm like, I have to buy American pants that I can fit in. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But at the same time, though, there's like the other side of the coin where similar with food, where like Western thing is seen as more posh. There's like, a, at least in Hong Kong, um, more like you can see this in the marketing or whatever. Like if you wear like a Western brand or like dress more Western, it is can seen as a status symbol, I think. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like um, it's what what where's North Face from? 
America. <laughs> okay, it's so it's America. an American brand, American brand, and in Korea, you know, it snows, heck, it gets cold. People wear those mm. padding jackets. Yeah. I remember in middle school, like having a North Face was a status symbol. And like for me, coming from a lower income family, like I was never able to afford something like that. And I fell out of class, y'all. Like all my um, classmates would come in with like their North Face and be like, oh my God, like your color looks so good. Cause they're like red, yellow, blue, mm. green. And I'd be there in my like knockoff, like warehouse, like padding jacket. And I'd be like, mm. the South direction. Right. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah. they, they probably were like, oh, but I thought you're from America. Like, yeah. Dude, that yeah. Yeah, bullying is rampant. In Korea. Yeah. It's, it's because um, culturally Korea could be a very judgmental culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that's just and, that's and just a culture it's this is it is the culture and mental health is not really talked about it's not in asian culture oh, either yeah still not no. but it's such a trying. big problem though isn't it like Huge. a lot of i know they're they're working on it but like wasn't suicide really prevalent in korea mm-hmm. like it's it's a yeah. really big issue mm-hmm. but i i can't imagine mental health being that big of an issue and mm-hmm. then nobody wanting to talk about mm-hmm. it i think that's wild I know why, and this is just a theory from my own interpersonal like reflections and just having a identification such as Asian American. Um, I feel like the root issues is because of shame. Like shame is a big like disease in Korea when mm-hmm. it comes to like your career, your academia, your um, just you in your relationships anything that's shameful like it's kind of not yeah there's it's not spoken about right no one knows how to deal with shame that everything needs to look good on you know on the cover on the surface but reality is that not everyone's like you know not everyone's gonna be doing good in all those areas which is why like i think that trickles down to mental health Mm -hmm. issues you can't talk about it because you can't yeah that it makes you look like you have a problem oh a big issue right yeah and so like you can't have problems you have to look like you have no problems oh it's perfect facts and then that leads into you know trigger warning like suicide yep yep i know for women um you know especially in like i I watched a vice documentary and it was about this notion of like a leftover woman in china Mm. where if you're a woman and you're over 30 and you don't you're not married you're not married yeah and you're shunned by society yeah. basically yeah and that's interesting because in china they have a gender um what's the word of it? disparity disparity where mm. there's way more men than women you knew what he was but yeah. getting at yeah but e- even when even when that happens with let's left for a woman they're, they're still don't want it mm. like shunned by society mm. and it's crazy that says asian culture vice is nice by the way vice makes really good interesting like documentaries they they talk about a lot of neat stuff there's a lot of good korean ones too oh so on a lighter note vice covered a barbecue place in korea and seoul i forgot what it's called they went to this um american barbecue joint in korea in itaewon and they're affected by the pandemic and like vice was like everyone we need support you like let's raise this amount of money and give it to the owner and i went to that place last year let me find a name while you're looking that up, I if I remember correctly, Korea has a street food stall that has a Michelin star. 
Wait, are you what? Yeah, I, I didn't know that. If, if I remember correctly, I might be wrong. That's Seoul, right? It has yeah, to be I in think, Seoul. I think it's in Seoul that there's a, a Korean street food stall that has like a Michelin star. I think I figured out about what I what kind of food I like the most. What is, is street food? Street food's my favorite. Street food, food is the best. Food. It's the best food. My it's mouth so is salivating exciting. right now. Yeah, right. Because I think they they do the it's most exciting. like experimentation with like the food. Right? They'll they'll mm. do something weird. In any kind of street food, whether it's in Korea or in America or wherever, like they're, that's the kind of food that like, they'll make something weird and then it's really good. Mm -hmm. Like, like a street food market. Oh my gosh. Like that's one one thing. America doesn't really have street food. No, we don't. We don't do that here. No, even in New York, you'll get a hot dog stand. Yeah. Because, because in America, the idea of like eating food that's cooked on the street like that's dirty right we think of it as like gross uh whereas in like korea they have these beautiful perfect stalls and like all the they have the vendors have like the black gloves and and they're like like cutting away yeah Yeah. (laughs) they they make it look so incredible well yeah they'll do like the rolled ice cream oh Yeah. yeah Oh, I found it. Yeah, what was it? Linus Barbecue. Linus Barbecue. I don't know Barbecue if you saw this on Vice. In, uh, no, on um, it's in Seoul, and then they posted a documentary. Yeah. And then it saved the business. Oh, it's an American uh, barbecue. Yeah, American style. So the guy like took the influence from America and brought it to Seoul. And they'll make it even better. I'm sure that, they co- will. Korea, like they'll take inspiration. Still, like for example, like a corn dog or like hot dog or even pizza, and they'll Korean enough korean take a korean take on it and then it'll be even freaking better <laughs> those are like, freaking amazing the korean corn dogs that they have oh, at h mart are so good sheesh. i love those korean corn dogs it's delicious because i love an american corn dog already which i know like people will be like oh that's gross that's trashy right but like i'm sorry they taste good bitch like how, <laughs> how are you gonna act like especially the crispy bit yeah how are you uh-huh. how are you gonna act like like crispy batter around like meaty goodness uh-huh. does not taste good right you can't don't you lie can't to me. go wrong with that don't so, deny like, it the korean ones like they'll put cheese in there mm. and they'll put like different stuff around the, around the crust it. Yes. you know like it's incredible only from korea ladies and gents only from korea yeah and they'll put all kinds of cool sauces on it too mm. some sugar if you want some like Honey mustard seasoning, if you want some, ooh, onion sour cream powder. Come mm-hmm. on. Maybe even like spicy mayo. Yeah. 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 That sounds extremely good right now, by it the really way. It really does. <laughs> that sounds, sounds really good. Sounds very good. What's like a good uh, Korean barbecue here in like America? What's a good one? So in California, Koreatown, everybody knows quarters oh i've been there yeah yeah everyone just likes quarters there's also everyone has heard the name Pekchong. there's one actually coming in here in westfield Woo. oh in Can the, you believe the that? valley fair yeah wow they're doing that well Pekchong is in koreatown but also my hometown orange county buena park and like they got the cheese fondue. They got the corn cheese. 
you know the attractive server servers coming by they're asking all they're you, usually attractive yeah, yeah they're like men and women yeah they come by they're like oh no we do this part for you it's not self-girl they come around yep. and they they'll take that shit away from you like nope you better not freaking start grilling i that's my job yeah with their perfect face yeah perfect face and yeah. just so then they you know and then you tip them a little more like, <laughs> you're like, you, you think you have a chance but nah. you don't have a shot at you all shot, yeah. yeah um yeah peck jong's very good and the same owner has another joint in koreatown called agashi kopchang which bts when they're here in la they also went there and they really like wow. it yeah that must have been good for business for them oh heck yeah lining up heck yeah yeah koreatown man koreatown yeah that's where I, it's at. i gotta yep. spend more time in koreatown there's some good yeah. brunch restaurants out there oh i missed la i miss it so much we, we gotta when if you ever in oh. la you gotta come and we'll have some adventures in koreatown um, <laughs> that'll be a really good time i'm down i'm yeah. very down so in in america we have h mart mm -hmm. which is like i would say like the ranch 99 version of, of korea yeah. but it's it's done better it's a lot better yeah. it's, Trust it's me. a lot better it's a lot better but it's like the closest equivalent you know um, yeah is in korea are there like supermarkets or stores that sells american stuff or western yeah, stuff yeah so there's this um the equivalent is like a i think like the safe what's bigger than safeway here walmart target whole foods oh trader joe's like the walmart target equivalent is home plus home Ooh. plus is the market's name and it's everywhere it's like a chain they have like the foreign section so they have like turkish goods american goods mm -hmm. european yeah what does their american section look like is it filled with like pop tarts and hershey's chocolate syrup? yes it's the candies <laughs> it's the westernized candy the spaghetti sauces the spaghetti noodles mm -hmm. um like the jams like strawberry jams mm -hmm. yeah a lot of candy. I'm sure it's yeah. filled with candy. Yeah. I I bet it like M&Ms and stuff, right? Um, Not M&Ms, but it's Hershey's, mm. Twix. I heard they like Lay's a lot. Yeah. Lay's chips. There's also Korean Lay's in Korea. Oh, like yeah, that's, the Koreanized Lay's. Yeah, yeah. That's what they also do like what, with corn dogs and stuff, they Koreanify it and add Korean flavors. They take Lay's and put Korean <laughs> flavors, and it's like way better Wait, than what? what we have here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's like the coolest l Korean Lay's flavor? I don't know, like Korean. Like what? What's let's like I'm a sure like what's a funky flavor? Because right, like I know in Canada they have some weird flavors, like they, they have do. ketchup chips. They do. My friend <laughs> brought me some. It was actually really good. Um, the Korean equivalent is probably like hamburger flavor oh that's weird like taco flavor <laughs> that's lit yeah that sounds so strange like i would love to try it like, just to try it yeah like i'm sorry taco chips do not sound like they're gonna be good yeah. but i want to try them anyway just you, you know? can't get them here <laughs> yeah and like, exactly how do they think tacos taste yeah, yeah. like what what in their mind does it's, a taco what, taste yeah like? what's it supposed to taste like yeah exactly or like hamburger like how do they get the meat flavor like that's cheese, so weird yeah. you know like i get the cheese flavor because we do that here yeah you know but like <laughs> how do they get the meat flavor in it you know like 
you know it's trippy like even in target you'll see the kettle chips and they have like the korean barbecue flavor mm-hmm. and it's like how do they depict that flavor like w- mm-hmm. for them like what is it supposed to taste like i remember trying it out because my friend had it and i'm like this this does not taste like korean barbecue <laughs> at all <laughs> it just tastes like like chicken stock yeah. Mm. yeah 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 i do i do like that sort of flavor like chicken stock mm. but like just be honest and call it chicken stock yeah you know, like... don't say it's curry barbecue <laughs> selling it for six dollars gosh damn yeah thank you angela for, thank you. for coming on the podcast for the second time it was really great having you um and we learned a lot about korea and stuff and all that kind of stuff just one last shout out you guys my venmo is at a y r h o n g if you did appreciate this episode, thank you very much. Yeah, any tips would be appreciated. <laughs> go ahead and go ahead and tip Angela, please. Uh, and you can subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, and follow and like our content on Instagram and TikTok and Woo. Um, I don't know wherever else. I guess YouTube. Yeah, I guess YouTube yeah. as well. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Tina Lou.